0: You're now tuned in to the Desire to Trade Podcast, a show where we bring you the best figures of the trading world and teach you how you can become a successful trader. This is your host, Etienne Kret.
1: What's up, guys? So today I'm with another trader, and we'll have another review on trading, I suppose. Uh, this trader is actually from from the UK. His name is Jason Greystone, so he's going to talk about the story overall. So what's up, Jason? How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're doing great things over here.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. I want to first ask you, as I always do, uh, what's your favorite quote?
0: Ah, oh, my favorite quote. Well, uh, there was one that it always have to be. It's a it's a Winston Churchill quote, and it is, it goes, success consists of going from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm, and that has has really. I've resided with that quote along my whole business life, really. I've I've encountered many failures and um, I always strive to succeed. I always forget the failures and and build on the successes, and I think that's really important.
1: So what is going on exactly these days for you? Uh,
0: Well, these days days I'm a full-time currency trader, and by full-time I mean I actively day trade for three hours per day during the London Open. And after that I'm I'm pretty much free to do whatever I want. I, I I swing trade, so I keep an eye on the on the higher time frame charts, but other than that I keep myself busy in the gym and that's about it really.
1: <laughs> that's a lot of freedom, I like it. <laughs> How do you start trading exactly?
0: I mean I've been interested in business and, and the market since I was at, at school really. I i studied economics but I, I didn't do too great at school. Um you know, I come from a, a normal family. My my dad worked, and my mum was a was a housewife. And I, I, I left school with sort of average grades, and I, I actually wanted to become a, a fireman when I left school. <laughs> but I I ended up getting a, a job as an electronics engineer with a small company, and I knew from a, a very young age that working for someone wasn't wasn't really me. It, it didn't really sit right with what I wanted to do. I always wanted to do things my own way, and. You know, in that way, if something went wrong, it was only me to blame, and I, I, I kind of liked it like that. So, I was always giving sort of hundred percent into whatever I did. And after about five years, I thought I can do this. You know, I'll, I'll go into business on my own. So, I, I, you know, my wife, me and my wife, we took the, we took the plunge, <laughs> and uh, I started. Um, we would just had our first baby as well, and, and we would just moved house. And you know, I, just, I was twenty one years old. I, I, I decided to take the plunge and really go in at the deep end and and start a business. So we started a we started a company out of the uh out the back of my shed, my garden at the time. To cut a long story short, we built we built the business up to to a substantial size. You know, we we've, we've uh, it, it allowed me and my family to have some some great some great experiences that I I wouldn't have dreamed of as a kid. So um it got to a good size and it was about three or four. It was about four four years ago. I I had a bit of money behind me, and I you know I had a friend that was was looking to take one of these professional trading courses, and I saw that they were holding a free seminar in a, in London. So this was this was new to me, but it was you know it was all the usual get rich quick, um, double your account in a year, and you know fifty percent returns in a day, <laughs> and I thought you know this. I've got a few quid. What have I got to lose? So um, we went along to this this posh hotel in London, and they're hosting an introduction for the course, explaining, you know, how we could have our own yachts and mansions and helicopters and really dwelling on the on the get rich quick sort of side of it. And after weighing up the options for about five minutes, me and my friend signed on the dotted line and we we enrolled in the course. But about a month after taking the course, I was, you know, supposedly a a professional trader <laughs> in in inverted commas, and to cut a long story short, I I was about ten grand down, about ten thousand pounds down, none the wiser. Um, so what did I do next? Well, instead of actually trying to see what I was doing wrong, I looked for the next system that promised a, a hefty return or a hundred percent return in my account, or you know a, another get rich uh scheme. For me, at this stage, it was it wasn't really about the get-rich-quick attraction anymore. It was sort of my competitiveness coming into play. It was it was angering me why I hadn't mastered it straight away. And and like most people, you know, I I don't have the best patience. And when it comes to learning new things, I, I wanted to know how to do it straight away. I, I I think it's human nature to want to be able to do things straight away. So, you know, I, I found myself on the next training course, offered me, offered me an um, automated system this time where you just click buy or sell and you know the signals present themselves and you double your account in a year yeah right um so you know i was full of desperate hope where do i sign sign signed up and this time i thought to myself you know you're not going to get me this time i'm going to use a demo account (laughs) so so (laughs) so i opened a demo account and started trading that with the automated system the problem is I, i i suffered with the uh this doesn't feel real syndrome. So I, I didn't get emotionally motivated by the trades. And, you know, little did I know that later that that's exactly what you don't want to be. You don't want to be emotionally attached to the trades. But before I knew it, I was I was applying real capital. And after course fees and software fees and other donations to the market, I was around another £20,000 down. So, you know, I was I'd be earning money for a little while and then I would lose double what I'd won and... You know, whilst trading, I'd I'd have this battle in my own head about, you know, oh, look, this, it's going in my favour, you know, let's take the profits off now. And then I'd be thinking, yeah, I know, but if you leave it, you know, you could get double. And and when it was going against me, I was, you know, I was a wreck. I, I would say, oh, should I move my stops because you know, I could give the market some more room. And I'd be having this battle. It was like I had two minds and I'd be having this battle day in, day out. And it was exhausting, you know, it it really affected it, it did affect my home life at some days. My mood was bad. I didn't want to talk, and you know the other stuff that comes with all that other bad stuff that comes with over trading. It's just, um, it's just awful. So that that's g- generally how I got into trading.
1: Mm-hmm. And how did it change after that moment? What did you do to uh, get better in trading?
0: Um, well, from that point, um, I wasn't going to let it it get me. You know, I, I was. Extremely competitive. I really wanted to do this, and I was I was starting to think, you know, it's just a black art. I I, I was wondering if anyone was actually making money on this, or or was it just a way to earn money for these, you know, these educational companies? I kept thinking to myself, you know, I need to give this a shot. If I get it, I'll be able to do what I want for the rest of my life. But I I sort of, well, by this time, I sort of really felt that I owed it to myself and my family. Uh, You know, I'd lost quite a bit of money and it was one day i, I stumbled across a, a guy on on youtube called jason stapleton and i'm sure you know some of your listeners will be familiar with him anyway but after watching his work and some of the content on there I'm, i immediately got the feeling that you know these guys sort of want to help people become successful but it was it was it was different from anything else i'd seen and what really stuck in my mind was the vast amount of high-quality uh, free content that the guys had quite obviously worked extremely hard to put together. And uh, I remember one article called Stop the Bleeding, Stop Trading. Um, and that really stuck in my mind because it made me realise that there was a way to master this craft and it wasn't the automated systems that were the issue. It, it wasn't even the, you know, these criminal educational promises to, uh, to you know, double your account in a year. The only problem was meat. And once I realized the problem was me, it was so obvious. You know, I didn't have 100% trust in what I was doing because I hadn't created the system myself. I didn't know why I was taking the automated trades. I didn't know how to manage a trade. I didn't know anything about risk management, money management. And really, I was, I was back to square one. So, you know, I, de- I decided to go in one more time and, and sign up for their course, um, which is the, the Trade Empowered course um and the guys you know they would this time i was genuinely excited these guys were were the real deal i was i was sure of it and after joining the course i immediately felt the difference in quality there was no underlying dark hidden agenda for the company to profit out of your naivety or a you know a promise to get you a hundred percent return in your account if anything it was the complete opposite they they were you know in fact, the realness and the honesty of the guys on there was overwhelming and actually quite refreshing. It was, um, it was it, this excited me obviously uh, after watching every YouTube video and all of the free training on their site. I had a complete mind shift. Um, the fact that these guys were so dedicated to creating consistently profitable traders uh, and and you know they actually cared whether you succeed or fail, it, it just gave me a whole new perspective on. What I needed to do and where I wanted to be, really. So the first thing I promised myself was, I'm not going to lose another penny of my money until I'm trading it with a strategy that I've tested and has a positive expectancy. So,
1: you know, from there on,
0: I I took each week of the course extremely seriously. I did the homework. You know, this course was a real deal. I I uninstalled all my bad habits, reinstalled new habits. I was professionally mentored. I had access to, you know, psychologists um, for the mental side. It was just, it was just unbelievable. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I became, the, the value for money was just compared to all the rubbish I'd been a victim of in the past. Uh, it was just, it was just all, you know, it was far above the rest. It was, it was amazing, really. And and that's when it changed. That's when my trading started to change.
1: Well, I'm glad you mentioned a couple of points which are really interesting. You said first of all uh, about information overload.
0: Yes. So I think
1: that's a big part of it. I think it's too easy to get any strategies online or any tips online, but in the end if you're not applying then nothing's gonna work. Exactly. And you that. also said yeah, you also said sticking to one strategy. And this is I think one key also in my in my trading. And the last thing you mentioned is yeah, of course you're getting a like a course and getting something serious about it. So what made you go from one course to the other without never stopping?
0: Um, Because I didn't realise, these people were promising me that I should be good, or I think it's because of the promises in the first instance. They're promising you that you can be successful, they're promising you all these things you can have by taking their course, and really, as you're taking the course, you're expecting those rewards. You, you, You think that if you're not getting good at it, or you're not achieving what they're telling you you should achieve then it's you know you're doing something wrong or the system doesn't work or it's, it's not they don't actually guide you on why you're taking the trades especially with the automated systems unless you know exactly why you're taking those automated system trades the psychology just isn't there to stay in the trade when it starts going against you you're not expecting drawdowns you know but one thing the difference with the the last course that I did, the twelve-week transformation course, is it teaches you that everything has to come from you. You have to develop the plan. You have to do all the backtesting, the hours and hours of backtesting the strategies. And once I would, you know, I'd pick a pair. I started right back at basics. I picked one pair, one time frame, one strategy, and I backtested that back for you know the last hundred trades. Then I forward tested that for two months. It was only then that I applied real capital to that. Whilst I was back testing the next strategy on the next pair, and you know, it wasn't a rush. There's no rush to make money. You just need to learn the craft properly.
1: Now, what is your worst trading failure? Oh,
0: my worst trading failure. Um, actually, the worst, tr- the worst losing trade for me, aside from when I didn't know what I was doing, with, you know, the automated systems and before I had a trading plan, um. I remember I spent most of the week eyeballing this setup uh, doing my analysis I, I predicted the move in the market. I had my entry target stops all worked out in my mind, and I had them all written down so price action came down to sort of the area I was looking at and um, you know I was looking for reasons to get involved in the trade and i was looking I was looking at my trading plan and seeing what would allow me entry into this trading opportunity, and I was dropping down to lower time frames and doing more analysis. I just could not find a reason for entry that met my trade plan. You know, I'd worked very hard to to build this trade plan. I was trying to be disciplined to stick to it. And anyway, price action came down to the level I was watching. I, I couldn't, I couldn't enter because I, I didn't have, you know, nothing met my rules and would you know it? The market turned on a dime, started moving towards my first target, and because uh, I, I, this is because I was trading two contracts, and you know the volatility started to increase, price action was moving quite quickly. And what did I do? I broke my rules. I got involved, you know, in the trade almost to my first target. So I got involved late for the sake of it, you know, just for the sake of being in the trade. I entered the trade long, and and then what happened? Price action turned straight round on my first target and took me out it was uh you know it was it was silly it, it hurt most because it was particularly painful because i, I broke my rules you know I, I not only had i predicted the move that happened and i missed it but i let myself down by by breaking my rules when really i should have just patted myself on the back for doing the correct analysis and just moved on to the next trade uh so that was that was a bad
1: one for me mm mm-hmm. mhm So what is your main trading style today? So what exactly do you trade and what do you look for?
0: Okay, well, I trade, um, firstly, I only trade currencies, so uh, mostly the major pairs. I've I've back-tested around 10 pairs and I trade uh, six of those. I trade the euro-yen, pound-yen, euro-dollar, pound-dollar, and also trade the uh, Aussie-dollar and the Aussie-cad. And I day-trade for around three hours during the... London Open, which means that I go all the way from the daily charts down to the five-minute charts. Um, And I also swing trade on the four-hourly and the 60-minute charts. Um, Strategies, I trade some advanced patterns, um, you know, Gartley patterns. Uh, I'm a technical-based trader, so I, I, I trade Gartley patterns, bat patterns, cypher patterns. And I also trade uh, a CTS system, which I was taught in the course. It's um, CTS stands for Combined Technical Scoring System. And really, it's a, it's a scoring system that you build up based on um, points for entry. So, you know, if the RSI is overbought, that's one point. If you've got a double top, that's another point. If you've got an advanced pattern completion, that's another point. And you add up the points and you create a trading plan uh, and a minimum entry level for uh, based on points for you to take the trade and it really helps to keep your discipline um, and it helps you to you know only take it builds up a discretion it allows you to only take the the um, high high probability trades if that makes sense
1: now what do you think made you stick to one strategy at some point how did how did that happen
0: um because back testing. I back tested the strategies and back is one of the worst things I've ever done. Uh many, many times falling asleep at the spreadsheet, I've done around five hundred hours of back testing in total. And I just thought, you know, this strategy works, I'm not gonna test another one, I'm not gonna jump to another one. I just wanna get, you know, some trader's discretion and get good at and get better at, at what I'm doing rather than you know, move on to another system. This the, I know the exact I know the probability of the trades, I know it has a positive expectancy, I know it's repeatable, I know it's verifiable, so there's no need for me now to jump to another system.
1: Now just trader get that point, I want to ask you, what is your win rate ratio exactly?
0: My win rate my win rate ratio, um I'm around fifty uh, percent trader. So, you know, every Every trade I take, I lose a trade. Uh, every trade I win, I, I lose a trade. But the, the point is, all the trades that I win you know, have a greater outcome than the, the ones I lose. So it's all about risk-reward. I don't take trades that have an inverse risk-reward. Um, some Gartley patterns, for example, if they have an inverse risk-reward, I stay out of them. They're not in my rules. Um, so every trade I take has at least a one-to-one risk-reward ratio, um, but all the patterns I trade and all the CTS stuff that I've back-tested, uh, they're all, they all have a positive expectancy of over sort of 60,
1: 60%. That's really what I wanted to hear because a lot of people think you have to win a lot to, uh, to make money. But... Yeah.
0: Yeah. You hear about, I mean, some of the courses that I went on in, in the UK, you know, they were saying, yeah, well, I'm a 90% trader. Well, That's all good, but you don't see what sort of drawdowns they have to take. And it's only when you apply your real capital that, you know, that doesn't sit very well with you when you're actually watching your account go down by that much. It it takes a – you need to pick a trading strategy that suits well with your personality. If you're going to be a 90% trader, but you've got to take a drawdown for, you know, 14 trades in a row. Well, that's, you know, I'm out of that one. <laughs> I can't sit there and watch 14 losses in a row. I'll tell you that now.
1: Now, I want to ask you um, so once you have your strategy, what do you think is necessary for people to succeed?
0: Uh, can well, i tell you they need to once they've once they once they've backtested the strategy. I'll tell you this, if you're thinking about getting into trading, you know, don't keep searching for the next system that promises to be the best. Don't trade any live capital until you've developed a trading plan that suits your personality and your lifestyle, you know, when, when you're available to be in front of that PC at the same time, every day, you have to back tested that plan and found it to be, you know, have a positive expectancy and for it to be verifiable, repeatable. And and by that, I mean, you know, make sure you forward tested your plan too before applying capital. And then all it is the case of is very simple is, coming in each day and sticking to your trading rules that you've tested do not deviate away from your trading plan and be consistent do the same thing every day each day and don't change your rules at all
1: now what is your way of sticking to it to your rules and not changing your plan
0: well (laughs) i mean the hardest hurdle for me was psychology Uh, that has to be the hardest thing when you're learning how to trade but i've I did many things on my trading journey with Trade Empowered to help with my discipline. You know, I, even outside of trading, I was I would take on sort of activities that I didn't necessarily want to do and it was about getting out of my comfort zone. You know, I decided to take up a challenge to cycle to Amsterdam, for instance. And I, you know, I'd never been on a bike and all of a sudden I was cycling 350 miles, was doing these training rides and it really helped with my discipline and now I I sort of feel like I'm in control of, of my mind. So I, and the more you come in each day and do the same thing over and over again, it just becomes repetition. It's not like there's no emotions involved now. It's just I must do this, I must do that, and I'm following a plan rather than taking trades based off emotions. So it's just for me, it's just about discipline, working on your own discipline and doing the same thing each day without deviating from your plan
1: at all. Do you have any sort of uh, review system for your trade that you go over your trade afterward?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, I journal every trade that I take uh, just so I can see my performance and I also write down whether it was a good trade, bad trade, you know, if I if I made a mistake, uh, if there mm-hmm. was news out because I don't trade off, off news. I'm always aware of news and, and fundamental um, news and stuff like that but I don't let it affect my trading plan I'm always aware when it's coming out but if you know if news takes me out on a trade then I make a note of that I also do my top-down analysis at night as well so once I've finished my day trading I'll look back on my trading day and see what happened after I think that's very important note down what happened after you came out of the trade whether you got stopped out or took profits Mm -hmm. oh that's
1: definitely great so, what do you think is the main takeaway people can get from your story in general?
0: Uh, I think the main takeaway for listeners is I mean, it really touches on the last answer. I mean, just if you're getting into this, just sell out, just invest in yourself completely. You know, we're coming towards the end of 2015. Take 2016 and say, you know what, this is my year. I'm going to do something better this year than last year. I'm going to make progress. Believe in yourself. You know, believe in yourself, take massive action you know, get the results that you can achieve and let those results filter into your initial beliefs um, most importantly, whilst going out on your new trading journey, make sure you carefully select who you spend time with you know try and filter out any negative people around you um, until you've come out the other side that's one thing that helped me I, 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 there was many people telling me you know what are you doing you're mad you're mad um, and really that's all to do with 80% of the people being in a, in a comfort zone and there's only sort of 20% of the world outside of the comfort zone, but it's only those 20% that are going to have the life that they want.
1: Thank I like it. So how can people find you these days?
0: Um, well, I'm on uh, Twitter at j underscore greystone and tradingview.com as well with the same Um, You can look me up over at www.tradeempowered.co.uk where I've just uh, partnered up with Trade Empowered myself and we are running a London live room from the 1st of December. It's uh, it's free for a week, so anyone that wants to come in and see what I do, watch me trade live for three hours every day, that would be great to have you there. Uh, So you can contact me through them as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And just for the benefit of the listeners, we've had uh, Akhil's talk here from Trident Empowered on the podcast a few weeks ago. I think it's episode ten, and we've we've had also Todd Brown, oh, which is yeah. one of the founder of uh, Trident Empowered. Yeah. Ah,
0: cool. Yeah, Akhil a great guy. He was my mentor.
1: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, what are the goals you have for the future?
0: Uh, goals for this year I mean um, I don't know if if Akil mentioned uh, the Kaizen philosophy which is a a Japanese philosophy meaning continuous improvement it's uh, it was taught to me by him and I promised myself I'll do one thing every day to improve my skills you know this isn't just trading it's more to do it's, it's more to do with trying to make one less mistake so you know I'll improve my craft each day and that's if that's being a dad, a husband, a trader, you know, whatever. That's that's my continuous goal. But my main goal is to help others become successful in trading by coaching them. Um like I say I'm running the live room, uh, people can come in and watch me trade. And um, you know, it's a great community over there from traders from beginner right through to professional. You know, there's multi million pound traders in there as well. Uh it's a really great community. No trolls. <laughs> and uh yeah, it's just a great opportunity to Help others and bounce ideas off each other and and work together
1: what keeps you motivated to uh, trade every single day and wake up and go go trade every single day basically
0: <laughs> yeah i'm uh I'm quite competitive anyway you know uh, if I have competition I'm extremely motivated but in the currency markets there's enough money for us all when uh, you know unless you're an institution you don't really have any competition so it's difficult to keep motivated motivated in trading by competition however I would say one thing without a doubt that keeps me motivated is just my family. You know, I, my children, my wife, I look at them and I just think to myself, I'm never, ever going to let any of you down. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to provide the best life I can for you because you deserve it. And that's really what keeps me motivated.
1: Like that. So just to remind the listeners, you can find out all the show notes on com. And we'll have the show notes for this specific podcast on com forward slash Jason. And Jason, I have one last question for you. Okay. Ready for that? So if you could give only one piece of advice on how to try for a trader, what would that one piece of advice be?
0: Right, here goes. Create a plan that suits you. Test the plan. Test the plan with the – trade the plan with the strictest discipline and do not deviate from the plan. And in the words of my own mentor, Akil, plan your trade and trade your plan. That's it.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I like that having a good plan that's <laughs> awesome is there anything else you want to mention to the listeners of the Desert Street Podcast
0: uh, I'd like to say thanks for having us again I hope you enjoy the story and realize that you know I'm just like everyone else trying to get into trading and um, you, you can do it if you put your mind to it and put the effort in
1: awesome yeah. so I'll see you back in the next episode of the Desert Street Podcast great Goodbye. stuff